With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale. Brewed by the award-winning team at Brick Lane Brewing. Drink responsibly. Access to the best in construction industry training. Call Master Builders Victoria today. Afternoons on SEN. AFL talent ambassador Kevin Sheen about to join us. We're going to look at some of the medium and tall midfielders in this year's draft. 12 days to go, and we're talking about some of the elite players in this draft fall into this category. One from J-Dog off the temper text. I hope in the dogs draft 194 centimetre midfielder Ed Allen from WA with their pick 11. Now, he's the son of Ben. His brother Link works here. Uh, he's a bolter, expected to go top 15, would fit nicely on the wing as he models his outside game on Ed Langdon and, more importantly, his inside game on the Bont, who I'm sure he would enjoy being mentored by. As we welcome in Kevin Sheen, he was the first player I was going to ask you about, uh, Shifter. Old Edward Allen uh, comes from good stock. Uh, tell us about him. Well, he just had a limited preparation. That's the, the thing to get a, a sort of draft position on him off the back of just six games this year. But uh, some special stuff he did. Of course, we uh, were expecting to have a good year 12 months ago, knowing it was Ben's boy. But then I think probably growth problems. He had a sore back that often can happen with young fellows as they're developing. And uh, it wasn't until yeah, the back half of the year that he got into the into the Colts and started to play. And very quickly, they whacked him in the state side. He played a pretty good game on limited game time against... Uh, SA, uh, but enough for us to say, well, gee, he's got some talent. Then he came to the combine over here uh, and was the quickest kid tested in Australia. It blew everyone away. This uh, 194 centimetre boy was speed like that. So you go back to his vision again. I did. I went back to watch that SAWI game again. At one stage, he, well, he looked a star as he burst away from the centre. And the people he left in his wake were scrambling to try and grab a piece of jumper. But he left them uh, full on the ground, basically. Uh, took a bounce and kicked it from outside 50. And that was the thin slice I need to see. That was enough for me. Oh, he's got some talent, this kid. Uh, he interviewed so well at the combine. I think every club spoke to him. Um, so they're all trying to find out, is he, is he a genuine top 20? Is he, is he a top 10? Is he... He gets drafted, no doubt in the world. And, of course, uh, just missed out by the two games on being eligible father-son fourth. Or, uh, we remember Ben going back home to be Frio's first captain. Uh, so he left after 98 games. And played off 60 or 70 over at Frio. was a star, best and fairest winner there. I think he might have won a best and fairest Hawthorne Premiership. Year he either. did, yeah, 91. Ben was a yep. very, very good player and spent a fair bit of time... Uh, on the board at the Dockers and, uh, of course, even in the media. So, yeah, he'll be drafted, but I just wouldn't be able to give you a clue as 
to wear uh, as clubs would all have a slightly different view. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting he's quick because his brother Lincoln couldn't run out of sight in a dark night, so I'm not sure where it happens there. <laughs> but uh, just another play that's really interesting, uh, Kevin, it seems like all these you know these draft experts trying to work out the top ten are finding it a little bit hard where to place Matthias Filippo, whose dad played a few games for Footscray, yep. nowhere near 100. Um, but he seems yep. like a really interesting one to try and place in that top 10-ish area. Yeah, yeah, he looks to be uh, probably SA's first chosen player. Um, he's a 190-centimetre left footer with power, you know, power away from stoppage, um, that burst you need when you're, you know, let's say, you're 70 metres out, he'll run 15 with it and then ping with a left foot from outside 50. You know, he can do some special things like that. The first couple of games of Nationals, he was in the, well, I think he's best on the ground in the first game. The second game, he's in the best two or three on the ground. Then a little bit of a niggle with an injury and just didn't finish off uh, the fourth game. It was on the bench a little bit there, carrying something. So he just didn't quite see it all unfold. But he teased us with his uh, unique ability. Uh, and uh, he just dominated underage footy, pushed up, played a couple of reserve games uh, over there in uh, in SA at Woodville West Torrens. But some of the boys will play some senior footy uh, in WA and SA. Uh, others will be held back depending on what their schooling's doing and their college commitments as well as uh, national championships and club commitments. So they all have a slightly different pathway, but he's done enough to be a first-rounder for sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think some are, uh, some are talking top 10, so we'll be interested. His dad, yeah, Sam played about 30-odd games over at the Bulldogs, but was a star and they in the South Australian National Footy League uh, back in his day. So there's quite a few like that where uh, don't quite qualify for father-sons, but their, their dads will be names that the footy fanatics are, are familiar with, having, having seen them back in the day uh, perform at, uh, at the AFL level. And just reading a, a couple of the reports in recent days, he, he seems to have a, a nice, healthy slice of confidence about him. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. I've never seen clubs <laughs> When the interviews are on, uh, we're, we're around there often sitting down talking to the boys while they've got a break, uh, you know, just a casual chat. And uh, But the clubs will wander out to get their next interview in and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they'll make the odd comment that sticks in your mind. And I remember a couple saying, gee, uh, he has got that nice uh, bit of confidence, which I like to see. He's got great self-belief. He wants to be, uh, he wants to be a terrific player. And he backs it up with the work ethic to do it. Um, so it's yeah, that ring of confidence is pretty handy. Others are a bit yeah, a bit quieter. Um, it's their actions that speak for what they want to be as players. But others are quite uh, happy to express their their view that uh, that they want to be a star of the game. And uh, yeah, he's got that ring of confidence. I think. We're speaking to Kevin Sheehan. Now we're talking about the tall and mid-sized midfielders in this year's draft. Uh, Elijah Holland's uh, shifter at a top 10 pick a couple of years ago. We saw some of his talent come out this year as he got his body right. He was coming off a knee reconstruction. His brother, Oliver, is there similar similar traits between the two? Uh, well, in, they can find the ball. That's a great starting point. But they're <laughs> quite different players. Uh, uh, Ollie Holland, in fact, is an elite runner. Um, up and down the ground, he, he proved that just again was the was the best player in the two K time trial or equal best with a boy called uh, Jason Gilby. Um, but Holland's um, yeah, it's, it's a, a unique running ability that gets him from contest to contest. Uh, we had a game down at Geelong uh, all late in it, second last match of the Nationals where it was really wet, uh, tough conditions and. He absolutely excelled, 32 disposals. What just his running ability that day. He ran them off their feet, but it was his courage, his attack on the ball, and his ball use 
particularly with his hands. He's got uh, he's a one touch type player. And sometimes it is really where the skillful come out. They're very skillful with their their safe ball handling and uh, as as I mentioned, the courage as well to to body line the ball and to not fumble it and uh, set it up for your teammates. And then he finished with a terrific game in the last match of uh, the championships as well. So had a great year. He's down at Geelong Grammar. A lot of boys. Uh, some of the country boys will move into the city and go to school. Uh, so he's pursued his schooling as well. Uh, whereas Elijah's a bit more of the mercurial type of forward, you know, that uh, really can do some special things and, and did that late in the year, didn't he? Playing for the Gold Coast Suns. So uh, they appear to be great mates. I've seen them together a fair bit over the last couple of years and he looks certain to be a first rounder for mine, uh, young uh, Ollie Hollands, uh, based on what we've seen this year. A couple of boys that have been mentioned going right at the pointy end, uh, Elijah Sartis and George Wardlaw. I heard George on Sports Day last night. He's been spoken about maybe going to Essendon. He said he'd love to go to Essendon. I guess the only two things with these young boys, it doesn't sound like it's going to matter in terms of their where they're going to go in the draft, is that they both had some injuries this year. Yeah, yeah, and different um, stories too. George Wardlaw is a bull. You know, just think of Christian Petrarca, strong-bodied boy. We seen him last year when he was a... A 17-year-old, they had a couple of rep games and he was probably second best to, to Will Ashcroft, another boy in your group there. But he looked fantastic, uh, George Wardlaw, last year and then got into the NAB League and impressed too with a, a number of games before we were locked out. Um, and then started the year on fire this year. We have a, a rep game where the Australian boys get together, the National Academy get together and play a VFL opponent. That was Collingwood this year. He won the medal for best on the ground in that and... Uh, he showed all these tricks. His burst from the bursts from the centre was special. He took a wonderful mark with the, that floating ability across the front of the pack. And he goes, gee, that's special. The leap, the one grab, the courage, it was all there. And then he had hamstring trouble uh, throughout the year and just a couple of setbacks, so we just didn't see him again. So it's what we term a thin slice or a bit of a blink of what he can do, but those blinks were pretty special. So he's going to be up there, right up there, uh, uh, young George Wardlaw, uh, and then Elijah Sartis. Well, he only played the six games, but he won the best and fairest at Oakley, one of the great clubs in the NAB League. Uh, off the back of that, averaging 34 disposals, he was a star early. Then someone had stood on his foot, so he had a, a fracture uh, in his foot, and it cost him a, a fair bit of the year. But then he got back for the final game of Nationals. A reminder: he had 29 disposals in that game. He just can read the game. It's as simple as that. And he can step through traffic as if the, the opponents are witches' hats. He just wanders past them. You know, goes one way and ducks back the other and all of a sudden he's through and out. And, uh, uh, yeah, so he's a real natural talent. So they're certainly early choices, those two boys. And, and uh, their teammates there at the Oakley Chargers. Yeah, and we know Will Ashcroft, as you said, is in that group. And uh, we know plenty about uh, young Will already. Uh, Kevin, as always, uh, thanks for your time. That is an exciting uh, group of players. And uh, some clubs are going to be pretty lucky when they're called out on draft night. I reckon there could be a dozen of those in the top 30 of those midfielders. Beautiful. Always great to speak to AFL talent ambassador Kevin Shiftershan. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.